Welcome to Web3 Impact. This is Rich Pasqua and Matt Sky hey, bringing everybody. you the latest news today. So today is kind of an interesting day in the Web3 music space. Uh, we've got Napster announcing its acquisition of Web3 startup Mint Songs. And so what this means is uh, it's the first deal executed by newly created Napster Ventures. And it's uh, basically so Napster Ventures is focusing on investing and acquiring various Web3 startups. And what Mint Songs does is they're a leading NFT marketplace. Uh, they're helping artists build Web3 communities. They allow you to mint songs and provide exclusive art for fans, which you can own and trade. Uh, some interesting capital. Looks like they've raised $4.3 million from a variety of top investors, Freestyle Capital, Castle Island Ventures, and various others. And they've signed on some different artists like Grammatic, Black Dave, many others. Um, they're available there on OpenSea if you go to mintsongs.com. And this technology will be integrated into Napster's platform. And uh, they're going to be bringing on uh, the founder of Mint Songs and CTO, or co-founder, I should say, and CTO Garrett Hughes, who's going to be joining as an advisor to kind of help with that transition. Right, right. And all of this is being led by Jonathan Vincisopoulos. Um, that's really exciting. Yeah, and we yeah. had a excellent conversation with him a few months ago regarding the plans and what they're planning to do. Um, and he gave us a little insight into investments, um, the platforms that they're creating, and it really is an exciting time for them, not just from in this acquisition, but really the macro view of what they're planning to do as far as creating platforms for artists to drive mm -hmm. their own products, their own songs, uh, and get other uh, artists involved as well. Motion graphics, design, anything else like that. Maybe stage uh, virtual um, concerts down the road. We'll see. But it's very exciting. Well, it seems like it's kind of that first major move in terms of bringing this Web3 music mass adoption because Napster already has uh, such a footprint in the space. And obviously, you know, you and I talked about it a lot. There's this extraordinary brand nostalgia. We also talked about that with John when we had him on the podcast. Um, just kind of an interesting quote from John Vlasopoulos on this, and I think it's kind of pertinent. Uh, he says, uh, we're in an unprecedented era of innovation in the music, uh, digital music space, and it feels like there have been more music startups formed in the last two to three years than in the previous 20, which is pretty interesting. And then he goes on to say, it's inspiring to see so many talented teams pushing to create a music ecosystem that is better for artists and fans. And while we are delighted to welcome one of the most impressive Web3 music startups, Mint Songs, as the newest member of the Napster family. So it, it looks like my sense is that this is a, the first in a beginning of acquisitions, the first in a very serious attempt by Napster to really own Web3 music. And while we have current streaming providers like Spotify and uh, Tidal and others who are you know, quite popular. Right. I don't feel like they've really taken that initiative yet to say, hey, we're going to own Web3, Web3 music in that sense. So it's pretty exciting in terms of, uh, you know, the, the real vision, I think, for what he sees moving ahead. Yeah, and I think the vision is, the long-term vision is a series of technology and creative acquisitions that will position themselves really really well to and the key word here is create an ecosystem that is driven by the artists um 
radically different than what Spotify or anyone else is doing. And I think this could be a real interesting uh, game changer. And they're almost creating the modern version, you know, Web3 aside, they're almost creating the modern version of the record label, which I was going to say something like that. Yeah, right, yeah. Which is which is in turn you basically the artist. Um, and then communities will bud from there and uh, major, you know, uh, minor to major collaborations can happen. I think it's a wonderful thing. And here's sort of the irony, right? When you think about it or what's interesting, right? So when Napster began, the idea was that you were going to download music. So you could kind of own, uh, sort of, no one was paying for it, but you could own the music, right? You got your MP3 and you owned the song. And then we went into streaming where it's just purely operating obviously on a, on a streaming service you're not owning anything that became the new model so no one went to itunes and buys their song by song anymore but now that we're moving almost full circle back to web 3 now you're gaining that ownership of music again and maybe not just the music but you might own the artwork you might own various aspects or variations of it or or um uh who knows certain exclusivity to the artist and so it's actually ownership uh, squared, if you will. Yeah, I think uh, the the word ownership is important, and it's almost like the term, you know, being sovereign or sovereignty, um, having complete control over your your own assets, whether it be a coin or uh, creative assets that you're you're making on a daily basis. Um, I think it, you know, over time we're going to start to see really interesting economic models develop from this. Uh, and not just publishing, but economic models where, hey, you contributed, let me give you a percentage of every single song sale. Um, you helped me design a whole bunch of uh, artwork or animations, or you help produce a music video, you get cut in. Right. And, there's no, and because it's a smart contract, basically, at the end of the day with NFTs that you're minting, you can build in your own economic models. Um, I, I could see them building in a DAO down the road yeah. where people just create, you know, um, community driven um, entities that govern how you publish and uh, and and perhaps rights to, to songs. So it's really fa fascinating. And a good free suggestion for John if he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> Build John, the DAO, right? That's a good yeah, idea. John's always listening to us, but that's yes. besides the point. Um yeah, so I mean, I think, uh, you know, when we look at this space, and especially, you know, you and I have talked about it so much, when we look at Web3, music is probably one of the most logical places where we're going to see mass adoption, I think. Obviously, I think we always talk about gaming, but music is the other. And what really makes Napster interesting, three main points, I'd say. One, legacy. They have that brand. Two, you have John, John, who is was head of music at Roblox, mm -hmm. which is the gaming side of Web3. Right. And formerly of Napster as well, back, exactly. back in the day. Exactly. So you've got this extraordinary uh, executive leadership taking place. And then on top of it now with these types of acquisitions, uh, they're firing sort of the first shots. Because I haven't seen, at least as of yet, I haven't seen any streaming service really dive into Web3 at this scale. So I, I think we're probably at this moment in history where we're going to see a real acceleration now. And I, I'd be very surprised if other streaming services don't take notice and try to play their own game of catch-up, whether they can or can't. I guess that is TBD. 
but uh, this is sort of off to the races, I guess, if you will. Right, and we're seeing lots of organizations and brands, you know, launch NFTs and loyalty and rewards rewards points uh, systems. But this, you know, this is really interesting that they are acquiring this NF music NFT company. But I think it's only the first step. I think it's a logical first step, obviously. Yeah. Uh, to it's get, the infrastructure yeah, to, to build that. To start to build uh, build a community and build the infrastructure. But th there will be many, many more building blocks that are put on, you know, from social to, um, you know, further advanced tech, uh, Web3 technologies, perhaps tokenized or tokenomics uh, models put into place, um, contract models. It can get really sophisticated. Um, you know, with that said, you know, as you go, you don't want these products to be kind of glue and duct tape um, and a patchwork of multiple companies. So I think the idea of really putting their best foot forward in regards to user experience, uh, community building, and, you know, the idea of, of being able to control the distribution of rights and or royalties to, to songs. That's a really it's great Really point. important, yeah. Yeah, because from the very beginning of this entire uh, move from, you know, the CD to bringing music online, it has been a legal, <laughs> crazy battle every single step of the way and, and understanding how to navigate that. Um, and I think to your point, uh, it's going to I think the big defining factor that I think we're curious to see here at Web3 Impact, I suspect, is really the seamlessness of integrations like this. And, and are we really getting to a point where companies are are sort of cracking the code on accessibility and and really creating mass adoption you know we, we talk about companies like starbucks which are moving toward this term digital collectibles i think napster here in from what i see seems to be referring to digital collectibles more than the term nfts and i think maybe just is all part of this move away from the sort of exclusive world of the board yacht apes and all yeah, that yeah. and moving into something that has real utility yeah, absolutely. I can see this thing going pretty far, and it is really, really unique. Um, and utility is another keyword that we always talk yeah. about. Um, these are real tools, and I see a collision of like the time we're in, the t the technological advances and tools that are being built uh, um, with Web three and AI. I think they're poised to really put together um, a platform that is really, really unique and actually becomes a, a place of commerce and collaboration. And um, it's, it'll be interesting to see how artists and business people and, and collaborators actually use these tools moving forward. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm leading, a, leading the story a little bit too much. <laughs> Uh, I, because, uh, you know, you know, we've, we've talked to Jonathan, uh, before and they really are, their hearts are in the right place. And it really is a community and artist driven, uh, approach to this, which completely flips every other model, music model, especially old and new on its head. And, and that's really interesting and people should take notice. Uh, it's just going to be so interesting because if you think about it, you've got a, it's been, a, you know, over 20 years now since the original Napster. And so wouldn't that be fascinating if you, you know, come in two decades later 
And again, the brand comes at the forefront of disrupting the way we take in and, and listen to and interact with music. Yeah, I, I, I love the good track record. Yeah, I love the Comeback Kid uh, story uh, from a brand perspective and a, you know, a product perspective. And y you're right. I mean, you know, we say it all the time, you know, outside of the Napster world, we're seeing major disruption with all of the big boys, you know, um, and it's it, it, it we're going to see some really interesting stuff and we're going to see brands that you never thought about maybe in 20 years like you're saying Matt, yeah. um really come back and charge forward because they had a, a pause they did pay attention to the market they did pay attention to um the music industry and technology and now they can kind of jump ahead and, and make some bold moves for sure and i it's in this case it's in their dna which is interesting because they in a sense when you think of a lot of what we see in blockchain it, it, a lot of it began with the peer-to-peer -peer, uh music movement obviously we had napster kazaa <laughs> yeah bear share all those other ones limewire limewire yeah, yeah limewire remember limewire and so now we're kind of coming to this next level of sophistication we've seen through blockchain and and music and culture all all sort of in a collision um I think as we sort of walk away, Rich, what what if if you were to say there's like maybe two or three major things you'd like to see or you hope to see out of this particular partnership with Mint Songs and just Napster in general, and maybe the music industry in general, what would those be? Well, uh, I think for for Napster and for anyone who's building a product that's beyond you know the open sea or just NFTs, which I truly believe they're doing, like like we said, this is the first step. I would like to see them, you know, one, start to really hone in on developing communities, right? And not just collecting people, but connecting people, right? Connecting the artists, um, you know, sharing uh, complementary skills together, sharing business ideas together, music ideas together, and collaborate. Um, making those tools and then subsequently making the tools to on-road and off-road mint share, airdrop, um, alert communities, communicate to your your teams, perhaps, um, make that experience really, really bulletproof and super simple. Um, that's what people want. And, you know, have multiple on-roads for people. Not everyone these days have wallets. A lot of people do in the music industry, but, um, you know, get everyone involved. It's yeah. not just, hey, you know, I'm Jay-Z and I want to, uh, you know, record a new album, but I want to do it a different way. It's not, it's not all about that. It's about the small fries too. And that's a really great point. Yeah. yeah. We, we don't want to forget those new emerging artists and what this opportunity opens up. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, that's where I think they'll get a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, boost, uh, in building out their their products, uh, is capturing the hearts and minds of of you know budding musical artists and and other artists as well. Um, but ultimately, I'd love to see them. I want to see the the package being pulled to, pulled together. And again, I I'm, I think I'm leading the story a little bit down the road. But <laughs> um, just after you know our talks with Jonathan, you know it's it, it it's the way he put it is very exciting and it's very different. And um, I think people will really stand up and take notice of, of all the tools and options 
and freedom that they're going to get from this. Absolutely. And yeah, so it's been interesting to cover. And I think from our perspective, can't wait to see what's next. Um, I don't know if there's any final takeaways, Rich, any final takeaways? I think that was kind of it. No, I think, you know, th this is, this is kind of big news for the music industry. I think there'll be a lot of, uh, a lot of buzz around this, uh, stay tuned to web three impact to uh, continue the story with Matt and I as um, Napster pushes on and, you know, welcomes on or onboards new and exciting uh, technology companies. So stick with us and uh, we'll get you the goods. Thanks, everybody. Stay tuned.